The Puritan's Guide to Fall Songs Guide. When what used to excite you does not, like you've used up all your allowance of experiences, Yeah, and, and on Spotify it says just stop, not just stop. Right, right. It says just stop, Saways. Um, that's from Hex Induction Hour, March 8th, 1982 was when it was released. Uh, <clears throat> this, is what I, this is one of those uh, sleeper hits for me on Hex. Oh, yeah. I think, like... This is probably my favorite. I mean, I love all eras of the band. <laughs> Some more than others, but I think it's probably my favorite era of the band when they had the double drummer lineup. Oh yeah, and totally. it just added that wonderful chaotic element to even like the most you know strict you know on the button rhythms. Like there was still just like that weird element of this could fall apart at any second, <laughs> and, and sometimes yeah, it did. And usually did. Um, <laughs> Especially this song is what I'm thinking about. Oh yeah, you know? so yeah, this one's really kind of sloppy, and but also strangely, I, like I've. Feel that this song is very happy, and I don't like. There's yeah. not a lot of. There's not a lot of like irony. There's irony in as much as he's British and it's Marky Smith. <laughs> 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 but like, it kind of feels like this weird. Uh, I think what I wrote, what I wrote down was like sidestepping. Uh, the depressing world you're living in or having to deal with on yeah. any given day, like that's for me, that's like what just step <laughs> sideways means. It's just like, or like, or like Marky Smith's precognition of everyone staring at their phone on the fucking sidewalk as you're walking down nowadays. It's Guilty. Like, yeah, it's yeah, true. It's like, yeah. just got to watch out for everyone. But so, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, but yeah. I, I kind of think of it as like an unironic, like one of the few un ironic mm-hmm. fall songs i could be completely wrong but like it seems like most of the lyrics are about like the uh sidestepping the pitfalls of um like the contemporary or the at the time contemporary world of the song of the music business yeah of everything like that um <clears throat> So yeah, I just as, wanted to, as just wanted to throw that out. To no, it's with. I think it's very true because a, as represented in the song by Elton John, and then references to like putting songs in adverts. Yeah, and stuff like the that. Hovis ad, which is apparently like one of the most famous ads in British advertising, and it's was a Ridley actually, Scott ad. Well, yeah, right? yeah, it was like <laughs> done by Ridley Scott, and actually, at some point, I watched it on YouTube, and then watched. There's at least one or two pretty funny parodies of... Oh, okay. So basically it's like this kid... If you haven't seen it... I haven't seen it, Okay, so so basically... And I can't remember what the song is. It's some piece of classical, but... It's the Dvorak thing is what I'm looking at. Right, yeah. yeah. So uh, it's this kid walking up a hill to deliver um, Hovis bread. Except, if I remember right, like the bread was made in the village 
square and he was the delivery boy and he'd always have to walk up this huge hill and it's just like hovis makes you know or whatever the fucking thing is but it's very but it but he's like it's all cobblestones working class village green yeah yeah you know like just like your old dead great great grandmother (laughs) used to make it's hovis bread by ridley's guy but it's seriously like old world britain and one of the most famous British ads ever. Interesting. Yeah. Now I'm gonna have to look this up. Yeah, you should. It's only like I know I know I know details like about it, but I don't but I don't know. I've never seen it before. Yeah. It's so it all right, let me ask this question here. So we're gonna go off on a small tangent here. Just prepare yourselves, <laughs> folks. Us. Okay. So I, I you know, we're seeing now so many dead musicians having their songs used for advertisements that you know they probably wouldn't have said yes to while they were alive right prince being i think the optimum example of that oh yeah so now that marky smith is dead he doesn't have any kids right i don't know who's if if there's anyone who's like anyone that we know about am i right bricks no um (laughs) so but i don't know if there's anyone who's like you know benefiting from what meager sales of fall records there are he sold some to some towards the end of his life though okay like, uh, oh god, that song that's like, hey, 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 like the Sparta FC. Or oh, something really? Was either part of, was either within like a soccer commercial. I think, was, I think it might have been a part of like a soccer commercial or some other commercial. Okay. But it usually, but he did sell a few things because I remember. While reading about this ad, it might have been an annotated fall. Like I didn't know about they, this. Somebody mentioned it, like you know. But he did sell this, and Marky Smith was like, "Yeah, well, had to eat somehow, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or something." But how do I pay so, for my dentures? I'm yeah, gonna, you know? yeah. So it might not have been like <laughs> bread, right, or beer, or insurance, or, or, or something. Insurance, yeah, yeah, or whatever. Prince is having to hawk nowadays. I don't know cruise lines. I forget what it was. It was something, yeah. but it was yeah, it was like 1999 or something. Yeah, like that. or let's go crazy. One of those was, songs. Yeah, right. was, one, yeah, one of that era of songs. But I, you know, okay. But yeah, see, so I, so I, he yeah, might have sold one or two towards the end of his life, but at this point, he definitely wasn't. Yeah. yeah. So what? Okay. So what? Yeah, I just want to know, like, would someone try to do that? <clears throat> capitalize on it in some weird way to use it in the use it in an advert. Right. I mean, because, I don't know, I, I, I feel like that world is totally open nowadays, and I think that the reins have been let off after I saw, like, you know, after you hear, like, you know, Buzz a Nick, a, the Buzzcocks, <laughs> you like the Nick Drake song in a Volkswagen commercial, right. a Stereolab song in a Volkswagen commercial, right. the Soft Boys in a goddamn Target commercial. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, and I'm just like, you oh know, my God. so it could happen. All I'm saying is if... Was that I All Wanna I'm Destroy saying, You? Yes, it was. Well, someone's waiting for a parking spot. Yeah. Which is pretty... I gotta give whoever whoever the ad wizard was behind that one, I gotta give him a little credit. for right. That's pretty... But I, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking we could get, like, um... I, eat Yourself Fitter for Weight Watchers. No, totally. Yeah. Especially with the video where they're drinking that horrible... <laughs> that horrible like, bismol looking thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the oatmeal. Yeah. <laughs> Which always makes me a little ill. Yeah, yeah, as well as I think it should. Uh, anyway, yeah, so that's what I'm thinking bitter. now. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. Like, you know, w- will that ever happen? It'll probably happen in England before it ever happens over here. Yeah, I mean, would that? Ha- I don't know. Who don't has know. control of that shit now? Yeah, who has control of like? Yeah, who's who's making money? Yeah, yeah, probably his like his yeah his siblings. His cats. Yeah, 
<laughs> he was a big cat guy. Or uh, whoever the lady he was with towards the end of his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know, they I were never married, though, as far no, as I No, no, I think they... Yeah, I think they were just together. They're shacked up. Partners. Partners, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway. Because I... Yeah, because the last one he was married to, I think, was... Oh, fuck. Name! Uh, the keyboard player woman for most of the 2000s was, I think, right. his last wife. Yeah. Um, and I'm not even going to guess her name because it'll, if I'm wrong, it'll just make me sound And I'm not going to look it up either. So. Yeah. So anyway. Fuck you, Google. I'm not fucking paying you shit. Uh, so the, the we have the Hovis bread... Oh, this also starts... I think we already used this for the intro to one of our episodes. But, but since I never listened to any of the episodes, I don't know. Um, uh, oh, yeah. When what used to excite you does not, like you've used up all your allowance of experiences, head filled with a mass of two well-known people. It's totally where I get the whole sidestepping every fucking Yeah, way. and that's where we are at right now. Yeah, with like a Twilight like a twilight Zone episode yeah. or something. Um, yeah, it's like those, I don't know, those awful ads that I've seen in malls where it's like, you know, chastising, rightfully so, maybe chastising parents for knowing the names of supermodels more than they know the names of one of their kids' teachers or something like that. <laughs> I don't have kids, so I don't it's give a, a it's shit. A, it's, a pithy, it's a pithy thing, <laughs> it's, but it's, it's like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. And, you know, luckily my kid only has one teacher, so that's not an issue. So but, it's not, know, it's not just, hard to deal I'm with. I'm just saying, moment. you know, I can fill my head up with celebrities and stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah, no. Yeah. I don't... I, 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 I have too many cats. <laughs> he, I just make up new cat names for him every time I see him. Usually, usually it has something to do with fuckface. <laughs> Which is totally. This is true from from Hey There Fuckface. I yeah. say that to my oh, cats. Hey There Fuckface. All the time. <laughs> I'm waiting till my son gets old Sorry. enough where I can use anyway. that on him a little more. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sure that'll work out well. Yeah. I, you know, <coughs> just thinking of celebrity and Marquis Smith. I mean, he's one of those British characters that sort of skirted the outskirts of of the celebrity world. I feel in like England. in yeah, I feel like in Britain that's a little more. Okay. It's a little more common too. Yeah. Where like you know that scumbag Rolf Harris could be considered a celebrity and show up on TV like every other week. Right. Or any of the other scumbags for the same reason. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like you know, they once the doors cracked open to you a little bit as a celebrity in England, like it's always open to you. And it right. just depends on what you want to do with it. And Marky e. Smith, I think, had the door open to him, but didn't really want to play the game too much unless it was doing things like you know soccer. Reading football results, right, and right, stuff, you which know? I still love that one. Yeah. But um, I think also for him it was like a longevity thing, like knowing he could be famous enough to do that, yeah, but not so famous that he has to put out an album like every six months or whatever, right? Or, or has I have to go on top of the pop. I have to record the Christmas single, right? Even though he did record some Christmas songs, but you know. Not no one, in the no same one's, way. No one's doing like you know. It's not like the Slade song, you know. Like right. no one's gonna be singing, you know. Let have yourself a protein Christmas at the, at the no, Christmas party, no you know. Christmas for John so, Keys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, nobody's covering that unless it's on purpose. Yeah, and and, and they're not trying to sell. A yeah, bunch that's of not. Shit, it's not like they're not throwing it into like you know the Walmart you know playlists to listen to during the holidays. You know, <laughs> although Which would I would be great. love it. It'd be I great would, if I ever shopped there. That'd be yeah. great to run into them. Yeah, when did that happen? When when. So, when I was in high school, uh, Revolution with Nike yeah. happened. 
That was probably the biggest one. Yeah, I remember that happening. The and then, that. And then yeah. the other stuff. Then the '90s kind of happened, and everybody's like, "Oh, they sold out." La la la. And then all of a sudden, there's this big switchover. Yeah. I guess it was probably around the Nick Drake one because I can remember even that happening and going, "What the fuck?" Yeah, because that that <laughs> came out of that felt like it came out of nowhere to a lot of people I know. Yeah. And you know, good on. Whoever is the executor of you know Nick Drake's estate now that they're getting some money out of it, but no, totally. I think it's become it's so much more normalized nowadays because for some bands that's the only way they can they make, make money. money. No, yeah. that's what I'm saying is like that. It's be, <laughs> that's their only revenue stream. Yeah. I think I, I, I think, but it's totally true. You can't make money selling shit. Yeah, anymore. I I think the the turning point for that was the Moby record. That he licensed every one of the songs for advertisements, so and it's like a sixteen-track record. Yeah, like, so everybody finally was just like, "All right, fuck it." Just yeah, they're like, it. "The reins are off. Let's, you know, we're gonna, yeah, we'll do it." It's 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 a lot hard. It's a lot more unusual to see bands not doing something like that, especially bands that are playing catchy music or pop music. Definitely pop music. Definitely of a certain level. Yeah, although. And I, I, this is not a knock towards the band, but I can remember a couple of years ago seeing um, oh, a girl walks at night. Like the oh, yeah, vampire. the, the Iranian yeah, yeah. vampire movie. But yeah, it yeah. has songs for Federale in it. Oh, yeah. Like local That's right. Bands. Yeah, local band Federale. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, I just remember finding figuring that out and going, oh, shit, wow, that's crazy. And, yeah. And great. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I did... <laughs> The only thing I, w- I was like, holy shit, how'd they get that? But, you know, other than like, but that was it. And that was like two years ago. Yeah. I, I imagine if it was in the 90s, I would have been like, what the hell is your problem? Right. And I think even Wow and Flutter had a song in something. Like some sort of HBO advertisement or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Or for True Blood, maybe, or something like it that. It was something like that. Yeah. But, yeah, I. <laughs> I think that's just basically people who you know. But. At the same time, what, though. What I'm saying is, it's an interesting. Thing to see now. It's a market now, and there's like, uh, yeah. and the, the example of that is if we're going to talk locally again, is the Marmoset Music, right? Because when they right. started out, that yeah. was like a very boutique PR company. And I remember, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And then it, you know, they they see and you know, good on them for seeing that there was an there was, you know, a, a place in the market for them to jump in and be like, oh, we're going to cultivate bands who want to license their stuff for music TV. And yeah. and commercials, and so now there's you know websites devoted to like, you know, letting you know what this song is that you heard in a commercial oh, yeah, totally. or in a TV show because everyone wants to know. Yeah, yeah. I remember having the experience of you know if you know the band The Walkman. Yeah, yeah. You know, who I who I liked for the most part. I you know, I st- yeah I still like their records. I you know I think I was just thinking of like the 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 lead singers release some stuff lately that I'm like meh, but you know. When they were a band, when they were together, and I saw them opening up for, I forget who, playing at, of all places, the Hollywood Theater. There was a brief period where the Hollywood Theater was doing rock shows. Oh, really? Yeah. And they were playing, and I was like, man, like, how do I know this guy's voice? This just sounds so <laughs> familiar. And I liked it. And it was this the first time I'd heard them. I'm like, this is really great. And I like recognized the guy's voice. And then they played the song from some car ad. And I was like, oh, there you go. But that's what he's talking about in this. It's just like, you know... To be a celebrity, you got to eat the past nowadays. Right. 
And the, well, yeah, the Elton John thing. Yeah, um, the Elton John thing. Who is like as egregious as it gets with that sort of stuff? I don't know. Because <laughs> I, I don't know. I just I saw him live recently. Yes. And it was the the, the weirdest part about. And there's a lot of weird stuff about that show, but it was like the set had this you know uh, border around the proscenium of the set that had these like I don't know what it was made of, but they were meant to look like you know these like metal engraved things uh-huh. of all these highlights from throughout his career. Oh. Like, oh here's the logo for the Lion King stage show and Aida over here. And then like a, you know, like a, a really bad relief picture of him and Leon Russell together. <laughs> and then very like at the very top left corner, the Gucci logo up there. And I don't know what that and it's like where did the like are, are they paying for this? Is that why you've thrown that up there? Like you've you've I have no you've idea. sponsored the the set of the Elton John tour, the farewell. Did Elton they make John the tour? duck costume? I, yeah, something. maybe they made like that that spangled Dodgers, yeah, you know, costume right. or something. I don't know. I, I you know Holy I thought shit. enough about it to not look it up, but you know. <laughs> no, no, that's that's a interesting question. Yeah, and also a very fucking weird thing. Yeah, that was a weird show, I a can, good show for the most part, but a weird one. I th- so. Honestly, and I catch lots of shit for this, but I like Elton John. Yeah, I do too. And uh, people are always like, why? And it's like, because he could sing, and pretty close to most every one of his songs he does, sing the uh, ingredients off of a box of cereal, and it would be fine. Yeah. The thing I can't understand is how fucking Toppin got paid for any of those fucking lyrics <laughs> fucking wrote yeah the music is the music is where it's at with that stuff <clears throat> yeah totally know? like don't pay attention to any of the lyrics but uh yeah. we can get yeah I think that's just from growing up in the 70s too I think so too yeah but, like yeah. you know Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy and Goodbye Yellowbrick Road were totally. in my house and I knew those records so yeah it's just what it was and Goodbye Yellowbrick Road being from Kansas was always one of those weird things I'm sure like, yeah what <laughs> Show up, it would show up after they would show Wizard of Oz on on network TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During tornado season, it was always during tornado season. Of course, it was. Yeah, yeah. it's just like fucking assholes. <laughs> anyway, so uh, there you was wanted to, you wanted to talk about there was futurism. one thing. Yeah, yes. So uh, I think the line on the song is where was it? Oh, just step outside this futurist world today. So before I get too big into futurism. Um, there was some discussion on Annotated Fall. Yeah. About how, like, some people like Depeche Mode and... Was it Ultravox? It might, I think and it was Ultravox. Blamange. Yeah, and Gary Newman were, were calling themselves futurist for a bit instead of being New Romantics. Yeah, Because yeah, they yeah. didn't like the term New Romantics, so... Because they weren't just singing love songs, guys. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> exactly. We're singing about Something like that. We're singing about capitalism, dude. <laughs> and you know, Depeche Mode was outside making all kinds of noises for their songs. Yeah. And, yeah, whatever. Anyway, uh so that's there was some discussion about that. Yeah. Uh, being like a thing. <clears throat> but also, I think since this is on hex, we should go into futurism a lot a little bit. Yes, I think so. Okay. So um Futurism was uh an Italian art movement. Founded by uh, Filippo Marinetti, I believe is Marinetti. Sounds right. Close enough. Um, it was, it was a, uh, it was definitely an art movement in like the 30s and 40s. Uh, celebrated and emphasized, emphasized technology, speed, violence, and youth. 
and later on became kind of linked with fascism, <laughs> uh, with all the Italian fascism going on during that time period. Right. Um, I think that you know the speed, violence, youth sort of plays into all that. Um, and then there's kind of these offshoots of of futurism or f- futurismo. Um, Wyndham Lewis, who is someone we should bring up, especially for Hex Induction Hour. Uh, he his sort of branch of futurism, I believe, was vorticism, uh, or I think that was it. I think so. Yeah, yeah. vortices. Um, but the interesting thing is, of course, that the cover for Hex Induction Hour is a total. You could say homage, or you could say complete ripoff of something <laughs> done by Wyndham Lewis. Like it's just complete Wyndham Lewis style. That's how he did most of his art and most of his writing. Um, and then, of course, there's also, if you're into literature, there's Ezra Pound, who was uh, in, got into futurism and also fascism uh, for, you know, around that time as well. Um, <clears throat> I would say that probably Wyndham Lewis is probably the reason we should bring it up the most. Lewis, uh, just because of the... Uh, M.E.S., Marky Smith, uh, you know, liking Wyndham Lewis a lot. He was a big fan. He was a big fan, yeah. Um, Lewis actually moved away from fascism. Um, Pretty hardcore, I believe. Like, denounced it within a few years of, you know, saying, hmm, I might like that. (laughs) (laughs) And then deciding, oh, that's dumb and really a bad idea. So, um, but Wyndham is, he is definitely like an influence on this period for Mark's words, his word play. Yes. Um, as well as, you know, the cover for Hex and Duction Hour, but it's definitely more as far as word play and words, mm-hmm. and, you know, chopping up words and puns and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think that the vortex idea was kind of like this idea of magic where if you chop a word up into its baser elements you've created a way to get through that word therefore through that piece of reality you know magic um (laughs) i don't think anyone was a nazi or a fascist but i think probably mark brought in some of those i not ideas but historical points yeah i think he was curious about sort of groupthink. definitely groupthink. definitely history yeah and definitely that would have been like fairly modern history within britain yeah exactly yeah because it wasn't that long before you know, no, I think he, he grew up in that era. Yeah, I was going to say he was probably, I don't know, he probably he grew wasn't up just born in the post, 40s. He, probably, but he grew up just post World War II. But in that, and even like the 50s and early 60s, you know, they were still very much feeling the after effects he, right. of the war. So. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like Pete Townsend going to play in the rubble. Exactly. But, but it was yeah. still definitely there. And it's still definitely why, like, lots of punk rockers thought it was funny to wear swastikas and shit yeah 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 he's not like you know or you know uh what's his face uh lemmy from motorhead collecting all that right yeah know, he's a big memorabilia historical collector or ron ashton yeah but he's not british 
But still, <laughs> well, I'm thinking more like Susie and and. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just you know, I'm just saying like you know that that was sort of was an element of that too. It was or around. it could be yeah. it could be like in your grand. I think at, with Ashton, it was like in his dad's or grandfather's like probably his dad's like yeah, uh, that makes sense. trunk or something. He found some shit in his trunk or something. Right, and probably some weird way to sort of <laughs> stay connected to his father in a weird yeah, lower family member that's probably know. important to him. But Lemmy, on the other hand, I don't know. <laughs> There's a, God bless Lemmy. God bless you, Lemmy. But uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, there's I a lot of about, shit about Lemmy. I have no idea. I forgot about, about Susie Sue doing that, playing with that that iconography. Susie did it, and then yelled at Morrissey for playing with fascism a little later with the British Bulldog. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then there's Sid Vicious who did it, and Sid. He was trying to be a provocateur, but it was just more of a junkie schmuck. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna call him a dumbass, but I didn't know him, so I don't know. But I don't know him either. But it's my perspective. (laughs) Junkie schmuck is a lot nicer than calling him a dumbass. So sorry, uh, sorry. uh, What was his name? Simon, I think. Anyway. Yeah. um, But yeah, so that just seems to be a thing. I I, I like to, you know, I, I can I like hearing that and just like connecting that to the way that Marky Smith played with language throughout his career. Yeah, you know, either physically cutting up words, like you know, with some of the, you know, more soundscapey stuff that he was doing with his spoken word, and poetry, um, and just like the way he would, you know, write lyrics and just sort of, you know, work over words and fuck with them, and you know, we're just talking about, um, uh, what was the song that had the, the sin and the clowns reference? Was that New Puritans? New Puritans, yeah. yeah. But it has that, <clears throat> you know, breaks up the word clown into like this this huge right. break between it, and so you know. Just you know, you, yeah, just messing with a word till it almost becomes meaningless. Exactly. Yet so full of meaning. <laughs> oh, Marky Smith. <laughs> well, I think there's also lots of, uh, and I can't remember if this was before we started recording or after, but they did a big, they did dump a lot of like live shows of of the fall over the yeah. years, towards the end of Mark's life, and uh, there's always talk of like, well, in this. In this live version of this song, it actually has lyrics for this song that gets released ten years later. Yeah. Or, like, it doesn't have lyrics at all, really. Um, So things are being worked out in live situations, too. um, Which I find interesting, (laughs) because it's like... Was he just never at practice? <laughs> was he just like... He might not have I'm been, not, yeah. Not practicing. Uh, you guys go do your yeah, thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll come in when it's all finished. But then, and, and it's, you know, interestingly too, in my mind anyway, that like as the band reached the end of its run and Marky e. Smith's life, is that he was moving, like, stopped eschewing language almost entirely and just making all these noises. There's the noise his, stuff, With his yeah. mouth and, you know, with yeah. his dentures and stuff and almost sounding a little gross at times <laughs> yeah. but I kind of admired it in a way that was like well you know I don't need to say anything I'm just gonna you know start making all these like random noises yeah. to well, for I, emphasis I think I think that's I think that's interesting I also think that it's interesting that it sounds like basically he carried around slips of paper a lot so so having things not or having things show up later in a different song yeah. or three things show up in a live version that never made it like I think you know, I find I find that kind of word. The wordplay isn't necessarily him sitting down all at one time. He's coming up with this stuff, right? And saying, you know, on the bus or wherever or they're going somewhere. Yeah. Or he's 
you know, whatever. And so it's just, uh, I don't know. I just, I, I just find that interesting, especially as a way to break through, uh, you know, meanings of words. Yeah. I'm not going to say just step sideways around the word. <laughs> <laughs> but we, but you know, we can end it there if you want. 